Mara! Oh my gosh. I can't even believe I have you on the pod right now. Like, you just be out here doing so many great things. And I'm like so excited to just chat with you about just like life's journey and like just, you know, coming home to the body. Like, you're just like all the work that you've been doing, even the photography has been stunning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Channeling that divine femininity. (laughs) Like if there's one person that I'm like, really, I'm like, she is just really out here being her authentic self, sharing it with the world and being freaking gorgeous while doing it. Channeling Island Baby vibes for all of us. I'm like, Mara is just out here being her freaking bright ass light. And I'm here for it. Like, it's so beautiful to see. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That makes me so happy because I literally, I I do be out here doing the, trying to do the things that do feel good for me and trying to inspire. And it's always mostly inspire my, myself out and into new things. And so the fact that like that spreads and catches yeah. on for other people is just, it's, it's, thank you. Thank you. I mean, it definitely does. Like I, one thing that I admire about like how you share your story is that you really don't hold back. Like you share good and bad when you're feeling great, when you're feeling sad. And I feel like that is something that the world doesn't see a lot of. And like, for me, like I notice like that is really what true self-love is. Like it's like accepting yourself in all of your incarnations, even mm. when you're in all of these different emotional states, I feel like a lot of the time, like we try to really like filter what people see of us or like mm-hmm. we put up like these false images of who we are because we don't want people to see us as like weak or like soft or like emotional and I'm like no like humans are freaking emotional like we have emotions and yet like we shelter them and we don't we're, we're scared to show them like we don't like being vulnerable with them and for me this year, I'm trying to be like, fuck that. Like, I have no problem. If I'm going to cry, I'm tired of, like, not liking crying in front and of And holding that or... shit back in the back of your throat. Like, for Bruh, what? Exactly. For why are, you, why are you doing that? Why are we doing that? It's why? so... It's so strange and it's so, why are we doing that? We're holding it back. It's going to come back at another point or it's going to manifest in a different kind of way. Just your body just needs to let go a couple tears. Like it's not a big deal. It doesn't need to be, you know, this, you not, I mean, it's just, you You know, you yeah, being honest you. and exactly. true about, yeah, just where you're at. It's not, exactly. it's not, it's just but not it's like that tough. Deep. It's like tough. I feel like, cause we're trained to like not show weakness and to mm-hmm. be strong and to like be confident, especially as women, like you're mm. supposed to be even stronger because the world wants to break you down. And it's like, it's freaking exhausting mm-hmm. and I'm done. Like I'm over it. And I'm curious for you, like, how did you even reach this freaking place of like being so full of love for yourself that you let yourself cry? Like you let yourself be emotional and you let the world see it and you don't hold back and you don't let the doubt and the fear of like, fuck, like I'm letting people see me cry. Like they might think I'm fucking crazy or they might think I'm depressed, but it's like, no, like this is how I feel right now. And like, everybody feels this way. It's just, you refuse to be honest with yourself about how you're really feeling, you know? A hundred percent. Um, oh man, I, I mean, I think it all comes from, I mean, you can't say it without not sounding cliche, but from the the fact that 
there is nobody else in this world that is like you. And I think that to be able to get to a point to authentically walk in your true essence, in your true power, in your energy, and for that to be able to kind of spread and like emit a, a, a vibration off of you, you just, you have to, you have to allow yourself to take space and you have to allow yourself to just, you can't be full without all of those emotions, right? So if you're not also allowing yourself to have those, those low vibrational moments or, or those moments where, oh, I, I, I ain't good today or I, I'm not feeling it today or you know what, today I feel like I'm a piece of shit. You know, those, those like limiting beliefs and that self-doubt that does come back up. It's normal. It comes back up. But I think that as long that as long as you're able to tackle those head on, challenge them, question them all the time, while also just letting the outside and letting, letting your body kind of match up your internal life so that inside and outside is connected and aligned and makes sense, quote unquote. The rest, the rest, the rest doesn't matter. But I think that for me, honestly, I think the biggest, I think it kind of happened for me when I was in college, there was, I went to acting school. I don't know if you knew, but <clears throat> I went to acting school. And so I was in, I did a, a conservatory program for four years. And I think the biggest lesson I took out of it was literally in the last semester, we, one of my teachers was pounding us with I see how y'all are vibrant in the hallways, the conversations we're having in my office, everything we're talking about. And then y'all come into class and the work you're doing, none of y'all are showing up as who you are. Why? I, I want to see you. I want to see you through your work. I don't know why you're not bringing you to the table. I don't know why you feel like in, I don't know, this part of the scene, you got to uphold yourself in this type of way when in real life, you uphold yourself in another type of way. Just bring that into the scene. And I think that slowly, really slowly, but like slowly it just started to kind of click for me and bleed into just my life in general. Um, and and i mean i'm a i'm also as you know a big nature girl and nature resets like no other it just nature it just is does. like a is, one from the day one like uh, i'm like oh why did we ever leave you i don't understand makes no sense nature resets like no other so i think just that that has allowed me during covid i got to spend I mean, we've, you know, us growing up on, on an island, we've been outside our whole lives, you know, and then going to college and not having as much of that, but then reconnecting and coming home to that during COVID where I spent so much time in Hawaii, just being outside and barefoot and et cetera, et cetera. I think that just kind of made all of those things click for me and just really make me come back home, basically, to 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 me to me and covid was that time where nobody was okay you know or 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 not and like, i don't want to speak for everyone but ending. all You're of a like, sudden i, I was like yeah my priorities are fucked up like i don't want to do this anymore oh you know what this and whole like, time what is work like, this whole time i've been depressed and i didn't even know because i'm not even i don't have time to like 
listen to my shit or take care of myself. Exactly. Give yourself space. Mm. Literally. Like, Mm -hmm. it's crazy what comes up for people when, like, they're forced to stay in a house and, like, deal with themselves. Like. Oh. oh lord people were not ready they were like get me out of here hell I'm like yeah. i cannot i'm like when you're stuck to be silent with your own mind and mm. you see everything that comes up like most people don't know how to deal with that shit like at all yeah that is like escapism yeah. escapism escapism that's why motherfuckers were buying left and right they were like let me just shop till i drop because i ain't trying to deal with these thoughts no for real trying to deal. for real and that was honestly for me a catalyst Because even though, obviously, I was going outside and doing all that stuff, all of a sudden, I didn't have a job. I couldn't work on my career. I I was questioning my existence. Why am I here? What's my purpose? What am I supposed to do? All of this, all of these big questions. And it it just, I mean, you can only run away for so long, right? So it just was a, a... for me, the catalyst and me coming home back to, to, to myself internally, as well as also home outside home, you know? So I kind of got the, I kind of made myself go through the, 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 the double whammy and, and face all of the, all of the noise and all of the, 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 the other, the little voices in your head that, you know, all of those little things that you ignore or push aside. Cause like, I don't got time. I don't got time. I don't got time. It's like, oh, actually, I got all the time in the world now. So what's up? Yeah, it's like, oh, so you ready to deal with us? Like, yeah. Because we've been here, you know, just waiting yeah. for you to just give us space mm. to acknowledge. Just acknowledge. Yeah. Like, let us yeah. be seen. Like, we're part of you too, boo. Like, mm-hmm. why are you hiding from me? And I'm like, I don't know. Exactly. I really don't know. And look, you can't. There ain't no light without without some shadows, baby. Exactly. What else is it going to reflect on? Mm. What? explain facts yeah <laughs> bro like after that i have so many things that i want to ask so being an island baby i'm curious for you like how was it growing up in hawaii and then growing up on st martin because there are islands but they're very different islands like i feel like hawaii for has sure. a lot more respect for the land and like like has more tradition and customs where st martin is like a hodgepodge party fest mm. of just souls that just want to do whatever the fuck. Whatever. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess I should say I I grew up on, I was on St. Martin uh, till I was 18, but I've spent so much time in Hawaii. So I spent so many summers there and um, I am really close to my my whole my whole family who is there, but my grandma, I'm, I'm very close to my grandma. Um, it's yeah it's it's for sure very different um for sure very different in the sense that man i feel i feel as if hawaii has kind of when i spent my time there that was probably the place that allowed me to Honestly, probably really fully embrace more the island life than being on St. Martin. And I think that comes from the fact that you're in Hawaii, everybody, everybody's in the is walking to the grocery store in their bikinis because they just came from the beach. Odds are they're barefoot. No one gives a fuck. You know, like you you're just 
hopping off the truck barefoot, walking into the grocery store and your thong and your, you know, maybe something on your titties, you grab in your snack, you leave. Um, so in that kind of way, and that's just like obviously a little small detail, but in that kind of way, I would say Hawaii is more lax. It's really a slower pace. Um, it's really a slower pace and it's really one of those places that reminds you and puts at the forefront that less really is more. Less is more. Family is everything. And, um, you know, don't be treating Mother Nature, not even the way you want to be treated, but Mother Nature is is God, you know? And so that's, I think that my spirituality has been anchored a lot in nature and the outdoors because, I mean, it kind of grew for me when I was in Hawaii, but but also Hawaii does have that that energy. grand, yeah, that Oof. grand and those grand views and Oof. and I'm sceneries you, the and, and the volcanoes oh, and just power. Talk about freaking natural power. Yeah, that is one thing you feel the minute you step down. You're like the minute you land, like you're, you're in like the airport. Place, you're, there's something mm-hmm. magnetic, like oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, but it's like beautiful. Like that's the thing that I love most about that place. Cause I was just like, it's stunning, but you feel that, like you feel that energy right away. And you know what you, that energy transcends into the human beings who are also there because, and I'm sure you experience this, but I, and I get this from my mom, but I walk around in the street, uh, in L- wherever I am. And generally I'm looking, I look up when I walk. I don't look down. I'm not on my, I don't look up at my phone. I look up. And so you're bound to make eye contact with people. And when I make eye contact with people, I smile or like have a good day or, you know, you, your, your face lights up a little bit. Cause okay. Another human being, like yeah. I acknowledge you. I, and, 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 yeah. exactly. and in Hawaii, everybody maybe not everybody, but most people are like that. People walk around in the street and just like, oh, good morning. Oh, how are you? I don't know you how at all. But family? How is just, so-and-so? Yeah, yeah. Just every, everyone walks around, smiles, makes eye contact with you, will say something, whether you got to respond or not. And I've, I've, oh my gosh, I think about this all the time when I start to get road rage in LA, but I was driving in Hawaii. Girl, don't even get me started on that. That's one of those moments where I really have to channel my wisdom. I asked myself, I'm like, who is in charge of your happiness right Mm. now? And I'm like, but they're so fucking stupid. (laughs) It's difficult. It's difficult. But I was driving. I forgot where I was going. doesn't matter. But there was a two-way stop. And I, no, it was, a, it was a four-way stop. Yeah, it was a four-way stop. I wasn't the first one to get to my stop. So I think I was the last one that had to go. And then there was two other cars that were there. And I was like looking around, like my, I didn't have my GPS. And I was looking at like the street name or something like that. And they see me kind of confused and looking. And then Literally, everyone stayed, no one, everyone in their car stayed at the stop. And then both of them 
literally look at me, smile, and give me the right of way. Both of them were just like, go ahead. Okay, good. You figured it out. Okay, nice. Go. You first. I was like, bro, I was the last one to get to this stop. What you mean I'm going first right now? Just kindness. Kindness. It's, it's, it's different. It's a, it's a different place like that. And don't get me wrong. I love going home with St. Martin. I love it's, you know, and I always stand by this, one of the most beautiful places on the planet and come at me if you want, but, um, I stand by that, but it's, it's different coming home with St. Martin. There's, I think there's a lot of, um, we're actually the ones who are from here, not you. There's, it feels a little bit more, there's a lot more ego involved. Yeah, yeah, Martin. exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. That's Hands exactly down. what I was trying to say. I, I agree to that 100%. It's definitely like, who are you? Why are you here? You're in my I'm way. I'm supposed to be here. Yeah, get out of my way. I'm going to do what I want. I don't really care if it bothers you. Yeah. There's less of that community and yeah. and, and us yeah. and yeah. energy, yeah. I would say. It's just like me, 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 and my own. Pretty much, which is really unfortunate because it's like so opposite of like what I feel like Islanders typically are. It's like these small communities that really care about each other. But I don't know, colonialism, capitalism, it, oh, it did its number. I mean, it, it, and that's, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Now for a message from our sponsors. Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. But I'm curious now, now that you're in, you know, on the mainland America and you're in mm. L.A., you know, which is prime for Hollywood <laughs> and cinematics and yes. like theatrics and also phoniness. You know, how was it like, coming and like studying acting and, you know, trying to live out a career as an actress? Because you out here, you know, shooting your your look. films and thing. I'd be like, look, OK, girl, look, look, trying to do the thing. There you, you know? go. Trying to do the thing. Um, honestly, and I always say this when people ask me, LA is definitely not forever. I don't want to live here forever. And I know that. <clears throat> it feels right right now, I think because I'm, I'm, I'm able to put myself in this hustle mindset. And I'm able to tell myself that I, I want to grind, 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 grind. To be honest, though, th the past year, it's been different. I'm definitely stepping away from that hustle and grinding mindset. Um, but it's been good. It's been interesting. Finding community is difficult, for sure. I think because I also work in the restaurant industry, 
Um, I've had a little bit of an ease with keeping some connections and, and really growing some beautiful relationships. But if it weren't for that, I think it would have been really difficult for me to to find, yeah, just just connection and, and meaningful ones as well. But um, it's there's definitely an air in LA of and I mean you said it phoniness, but I I, I do want to try to also I don't know maybe credit them in a way but there is an air of um I'm I'm here for a reason and it's to be noticed and I'm here to maybe use people and absolutely milk connections to get to where I gotta be and I don't care how that looks really knowing really knowing yourself so that ultimately when you're when you're creating relationships and meeting people you're able to know the difference between okay, this is, I'm putting this friendship, compartmentalizing, basically. Mm. Uh, This friendship is going in this box. And then this friendship can go in this box. And then this actually isn't friendship. It's just, we go out to do this and we get seen together and we, whatever it is they do, collab collab on whatever. Um, So just, yeah, really having a sense of, of knowing yourself a little bit so that you can navigate that world because there's a lot of of mixers to meet people and and do all this stuff and and I've been to some of them and the thing is like I I can I can schmooze I could talk I can meet people sure but that's maybe been the most difficult thing for me because I the connections I have even even in the industry um are with people who I have built friendships with. So if these people never ever gave me an opportunity or if I never gave those people an opportunity at the core, if they win, I win because I get to celebrate them, you know? So, so it's, it's, it's definitely different in that sense. Um, and it's also definitely different in the sense that everyone's always asking you, so what are you up to? What are you working on? So what's the next thing? Bro, I just woke up from a nap because I just worked all week and I'm tired and that's it. I got nothing going on this week. So what? And I don't feel bad about, you know, it's always, exactly. there's a big culture of, you have to always be doing something. Yeah, you're to be always relevant. working on exactly. Yeah. You're always working on something. And if you're not working on that something, and while you're working on that something, you got 10 other side projects. And when you got free time, it's not free time. You're working on one of those things, you know? So I mean, I'm honestly, I'm not that way. I, I can't be that way. When I have free time, I, girl, if I need to stare at the wall for 30 minutes, I stare at the wall for 30 minutes. I need to implement mindfulness in my life if I want to be able to, to just, you know, survive. Yes. But yeah, but LA's also been good. It's, it, it's also been there. I mean, there just is a lot of opportunity. And if you, I think if you, if you trust, you know, like we were talking in the beginning, if you trust that you are able to walk in your authenticity and also really trust that 
whoever gravitates towards that and whoever wants to hire you for you will and then whoever doesn't that you're okay because you're not attached to the outcome you're just you can accept that great this really wasn't meant for me and that person is amazing and they deserve it and also that person's not me so of course this wasn't for me because they were looking for that you know just really not attaching your identity to Am I getting cast? Am I booking? Am I, did I book in the past three months? Am I even auditioning? Like not letting any of those things kind of really define your, your artistry in general. Yeah. I guess uh, how do you go about handling like the uncertainty that comes with this type of career of like mm. really being okay with being in the flow of the experience instead of being like, well, I need to have these jobs set up because I need money to do this or like if I don't then like are people are agents gonna think like you know I'm worth being a client or like I guess like mm. how do you sort of create space for yourself to yeah. sort of be okay when when there are gaps in the journey as yeah. like that not being a red flag that actually just being part of your journey and mm -hmm. it not being something that like triggers doubt and fear and like brings up all of those negative voices of like, oh, like maybe you're just not good enough. Mm. You're not fitting that aesthetic because this is how this country is. And yeah. like, is yeah. there room for people like me? You know what I mean? Like all of these things that might cloud 100%. our judgment and stop us from being the light that you would have otherwise been. Yeah. Um, yeah, just kind of handling. Because I'm sure like that comes up, especially with like other people that you work with. I'm sure it comes up for them so and much. they might project that on you, you know? And I'm curious just like, how do you sort of yeah create space for yourself when mm -hmm. when things are unfolding? You know? Yes, yes, yes. I love that question. Um, first of all, I keep myself well surrounded. First mm -hmm. things first. Um, I have a lot of friends who are not in the industry, and so I get to have a lot of a lot of relationships where we maybe barely talk about acting or the industry, or it's just, you know, it'll be in passing kind of a, kind of a, Oh, how, how did that commercial uh, job go that you were on two weeks ago? And, and, and that's it. But hobbies, hobbies, I, do not let my entire life revolve around me being a booking or not actor. Mm. I do a lot of other things that are not in the industry. And I do a lot of other things that maybe people don't know about or a lot of other things that you know, Instagram's not going to know, TikTok's not going to know, just other things that I purely do for the fact that I know I'm a versatile and well-rounded human being because at the core, we kind of just are. And so I make sure to exercise that a lot, um, a lot, all the time. So that I would say is probably what keeps me grounded in my reality as a just the fact that I'm a human being I'm not you know I don't I don't define myself or even call myself really oh 
I'm an actor. No, I, I just, I honestly, I typically call myself more an artist or a creative in general. Um, but that's because I, I, I kind of probably have a, a little bit of a weird thing with labels in general. Like the, the I feel whole idea labels of the box. Are, I, exactly. I feel that. I'm like, break mm-hmm. the labels. It don't work the for labels. Me. Destroy the labels. Mm-hmm. Take, put that, put that, put that shit in the trash. Um, so I would definitely say hobbies that I already have and also making myself learn new things, mm-hmm. making myself learn new things. Um, and then, yeah. And then, like I said, being well surrounded. So I do have a lot of friends who are not in the industry and the friends that I have who are in the industry, you know, I mean, you just got to create beautiful relationships where people can remind you when I have those moments where, oh, I feel dejected. Oh, I haven't booked. Oh, I feel like I got to prove something to myself. You know, you got those people who have worked with you or who have seen your work or who just know you, who can just kind of remind you like, like um excuse me i saw that shit you done did like you we're, we're, we're we can skip this we can skip this you got it we're good we're just it is what it is it's a little bit dry right now all right that's it you know mm-hmm. until you can maybe do that for yourself if you can't i honestly i feel like with in general the amount of the amount and current just work that i kind of stay at within myself i i I kind of allowed myself to also be that person for me. So I don't even need to really rely on hearing that from someone else. Cause I'm at a point where I just, I just, I know, like I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. I know what I'm capable of bringing to the table. So I know when I'm having those moments, that's where I trust that I've done the work in the sense that, oh, I'm not good enough, or, oh, I, oh, it's me, I, I did something wrong. Um, I have those moments right away where I catch those thoughts. I know, I know it's a fake limiting belief and I can tackle it head on in a sense that I can ask myself, okay, so why do you not think that you're good enough? And then my answer can be, oh, well, I haven't been in a class in a minute. And then I can respond with, okay, well, maybe we want to refresh and go be in a class. Yes, great. So now I can go do it. Or, oh, I don't feel like I'm not good. En- or I feel like I'm not good enough. Why? Oh, I haven't booked. Well, this industry is kind of fickle. Like you never know. And honestly, the shit you've been doing kind of speaks for itself. So maybe we can, oh, you're right. I don't know why I thought that. All right, we can move on. You know, mm-hmm. just having that process of working yourself through and out of those intrusive thoughts that ultimately do not serve you ever in any way, shape, or form. And so it's not that you can't have your feelings about, oh, I'm feeling kind of dejected. Of course, like, feel that shit. We all have those days, absolutely move through that. But also being able to catch those thoughts and realize that it that's actually not a healthy or useful train of thought for me to have so I'm just not going to entertain it and the minute that you don't it kind of just starts to dissipate and you you just don't even need to address them anymore 
because yeah. they're going to pop back in and you're going to do the thing that you do and then they're going to leave again. And it's like, oh, okay, well, that lasted two seconds instead of me crying on the couch for three hours like a year ago, you know? Facts. I love how you like take it because I think a lot of the time when people have those intrusive thoughts, like the thought becomes the whole thing and you get so wrapped up in the story mm. of the thought. Yes. But what you do is like you just face the thought head on and be like, OK, but why do you feel that way? And then mm-hmm. you get action out of it. And that actually helps you break the cycle of getting trapped yes. in the story, because instead of the thought being the thing that takes control, mm-hmm. you're like, no, like I'm going to take control. Like if I'm having this thought, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me, but it might mean I need inspiration right now or mm-hmm. that I might need something to help me feel confident in this area so that yeah. when this thought does come up, I'm like, no, like we've been doing all these things to help us get stronger. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you so change. Because mm-hmm. I feel it. Laying on the couch, crying for 30 minutes may feel good, but at the same time, it's like this is the same 30 minutes you could use to develop a, a sort of step to help you deal with that doubt to begin with or like deal with that insecurity to begin with. For sure, for sure. That's how you, well, for me at least, uh, that's how I, that's how I've been able to kind of change my narrative and not to say again, don't take those 30 minutes to cry and bitch, I fucking be doing that shit a lot. Um, Cause I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm sensitive, but while you are also crying or before you cry or after you cry or while you're crying because your feelings are your feelings they're there and you you gotta you gotta let them exit you know um and you gotta let them move through your body in whatever way they need but also making sure that you're not doing all of this oh I feel like shit today why oh I don't really know and then a year goes by which and I've been there and that's why I can say this but then a year goes by and all of a sudden I just, I felt like shit and stressed and overwhelmed for a year and I never really asked myself why and I never really figured out why or knew, I mean, I knew why, but I never did the actual the concrete, yeah, the concrete, okay, so what's the T, sis, you know, so, <laughs> and in that way also, you know, for me, you got to bring a little bit of humor in it so the vocabulary you use with yourself yeah and again it's going to be different with with everybody but being able to 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 know what what words to use to also maybe in that process of bro i've been on the couch crying for two hours my heart is broken i'm hurting i i want to give up this this and that you can also have those little moments in between that spark joy right because of the way you're because of the way you're you're entertaining a conversation with yourself, you know, and remembering that like the cliche saying that girl, there's goodness in the mud somewhere, you know, like how, I don't know. I feel it because mudding is good for you. You know, it's yeah. a place good rejuvenating for the there skin. There we go. You know? There we go. We're going to say that. Exactly. We're going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's so beautiful. Like, honestly, it has been, I love just watching you, just be you because like honestly like it creates space for me to be like why do I hold back in certain ways like even like I love to see you running around naked in the in the in the nature you know Mm. I'm like this I'm like this is my soul sister right here I'm Mm. like I'm here for it like Mm -hmm. it 
I don't like I understand why we wear clothes, but at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> why are there not more naked people out here in the streets? Like I'm trying to understand. Like when I found out that here in Washington they have like the the Fremont like festival or the solstice festival where people like bike naked to free like oh, Fremont or Gasworks. Stop, I didn't and even then know they that. Danced. Like they have like a whole day where there's a bunch of naked people in the oh, park. Man. And I happened to run into it like on accident and I was yeah. like, why are there but I was low-key, like, I'm here for it. I feel yeah. like humanity, like, we, we like, civilize ourselves so much that it's, like, we've forgotten that we are nature. And nature mm. doesn't wear clothes, you know? She out here in her natural form, just embracing herself. And we as humans, like, we shame ourselves for the very body that we were blessed with. Mm. And it, like, breaks my heart that we live in a society where, like, especially women are, like, if we do decide to take ownership over our own like body, we're like slut shamed or we're told that you're a hoe or like you must be promiscuous because you let it all out and you let them see the the goods. And I'm like, first of all, like I can't enjoy this temple for myself. Like I'm the queen in this hut. Like Mm -hmm. if I can't enjoy this for me, why the should I like le- only give it to somebody else to enjoy? I'm like, holy that crap, part, like that is so toxic. Part. The part, I, I mean, you, you said it, the toxicity around, around the topic that nudity and honestly, and I'm going to talk about feminine nudity because that's really who it's geared towards. But yeah, um, that feminine nudity is inherently sexual and that we're also inherently objectified for not even being nude just in general but also on, to- on top of that a woman just adding having the- that yeah yeah is has been the yeah that's the I think that's not I mean not I think it, you know big big one of the main reasons I, I I do what I do and me maybe fighting it in the way that I'm I'm choosing to to fight it I mean and it's not even a fight because it's just for me it's you it's, being it's you nature. It's exactly I'm just, I'm just exactly I'm just being you know I'm expressing myself I'm not here to impress you entertain you or anything like that but but uh yeah yeah I don't know I'm still trying to figure out how how I can play a role in 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 that, but that's the yeah big big it's thing beautiful for to me. See. It is because I'm like one. It just shows women like look like you can do this and you can look fucking gorgeous doing it. Like the one the photo of you like laying on I believe it was like the black sand. Mm. Ugh. Fire like. Like that photo in and of itself, I was like, hot damn, Mara. I'm like, go off and show us all what queen energy is. Like literally, like it was just so beautiful and powerful. And as much as like you are naked, like that's not the first thing you see. You see like the vulnerability, Ah, you know what I mean? Like, thank you for saying that. Confidence. You You saw it. It's like, that to me is like why art is so important and like Mm. why like it's important for us to see images like this because I can only imagine like 
we were blessed enough to at least grow up in a, in, in communities that embrace nudity to some degree. You know, we have the nude beach, oh, like yeah. we're European, yeah. so it's yeah. like, you know, more laissez-faire mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with, with that. But like, I can only imagine like growing up in communities where like nudity is chastised, where like, it's like really not even remotely okay to like display even the smallest part of your skin. And it's like, for me, this like such a repressive I mean. thing. The fact that there's wars in the world going on about that is the most, I mean, there's just, there's no word for it. I can't even use the word baffling because that doesn't even like cover it. But the fact that that is something, I mean, the fact that that's even an issue in general and the fact that. Like women are killed are... over it like like can't I, even I'm... exist in the world and for me it's like one of those things that is like are women just so powerful that men really just yes. cannot yes. help themselves yes 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 bitch you know what yes. i mean i'm like we must be so fucking powerful that yes. literally our own flesh brings mm. men to their knees i'm but like that's what I'm... Girl, yes. There's, the goddesses there's run something. The earth. There's something about also women. And yeah, just being free. I've been and I've been saying this. Something about womb wisdom. And again, you got to decide that that it's for you and that you want to tune into it and 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 all of that stuff. But there's something about womb wisdom. Like you, if you have a womb that inherently. I mean, we're just different. We're just different. And I'm not even, I'm not, I don't want to make this podcast about, you know, me thinking that um, (laughs) women are better than men. (laughs) But I do think we are the superior sex. (laughs) Maybe burn that out if you you can't have that on there. But um, I, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's fear because explain to me why we can, it's never an issue to have the nipples of men all over the fucking media or just anywhere in general. But as soon as it's a, a, a woman's nipple, uh, all the censorship Red in the flags. world, you could get a fine because it's considered nudity. So you're going to get a ticket in certain places. It don't make but sense. When it it's like, it ironically, the only reason men have nipples is because they were technically women first. <laughs> Wait, actually? Yeah, like in so oh, like you know, know in that. our in our you know because women we we're the birthers you know all yeah. of our eggs are female, every single one of them Wait, until until we have intercourse this? with a man and if he gives us a Y chromosome that is when our eggs turn male. Oh, okay, yes, true, 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 true. Wow, but yes, from I, the get yes. go, we're all girls. <laughs> Just saying. Wait, I love that. Actually, I never thought of Just it like saying, that. Just saying. You know, we we're yeah. all we're all female. You I know, all of us female from the yeah. get go. And then yeah. somewhere along the lines, things invert themselves and yeah. grow out instead of in. Mm. And then. I just, it just, it's so weird because it's like, for me, I would, I would think that men would take the role of the protector as such mm-hmm. a privileged position. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Of like, protecting a goddess like Mm -hmm. but you know what you know what and I think this goes this goes to show and and yeah this goes to show I mean obviously the amount of healing that still needs to be done in general as a community but I think they want to 
I think they want to, and either they don't know that they do, or they want to. They've been rejected, and it's hatred. They want to, or they don't know how, or they just haven't, you know, in the same way that there's this kind of movement right now um, with women really softening up and allowing ourselves to let some of the masculinity we've adopted go to really just embrace our femininity like to the fullest you know without feeling shameful or like we're giving up or like we're limiting ourselves by Mm -hmm. being nurturers and I think it's the same and I think it's in the same way that we have worked to obviously still do around that I think it's the same for men you know they they yeah I mean they also gotta figure out their own whole set of shit (laughs) no and exactly and exactly and I and I obviously also absolutely feel for them you know you can't not because it's not you can't you know we need we need them they need us it's about you know community it's a partnership exactly you know it's a union exactly so. Yeah, but I must say, like, just seeing you even being a yoga bay, like, I'm a yoga bay now. Oh, well, yeah. I'm like, I, uh, I'm addicted. I should say, not even a yoga bay. I'm a yoga addict, okay? Ooh. And I, I 100% accept this title. Like, I'll take that. that label any yes. day, yes. every day. Because yes. Yes. yoga See, heals. Taking yoga the labels heals. that feel good, and yoga does heal. And, girl, you know. At the at the core, I mean, traditionally, like yoga is about basically mind and breath and movement and connecting your body to your mind and your breath. And that's basically why it's so addicting and why it feels so good is because so you get to, during that time, literally come home because you're able to you know, create a union between all of those things, which is what it's supposed to be. Every day, every second, we're supposed to be home. But no, we want to be out here fighting and miserable in the streets. I'm like, explain it to me. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Even with the breath, like, it's crazy how it's something we do, but like, Mm. we're never trained to breathe. It's not like you take a class on breathing. You know what I mean? I, and I... I was going to say, I hate being that bitch, but no, I love being that bitch. We explained to me why in school, this is what I would have wanted and needed. First of all, a class that talks to me about taxes. First things first. Fundamentals. Yeah, fundamentals. And then second of all, proper communication or different styles of communication, whatever. And then thirdly, breath work. I wish I had started doing breathwork in kindergarten, girl. Bro, you are telling me. I'm like, that would have been very useful, so useful. on many levels. Like, so useful. Out here acting like little fucking brats up until high school. I mean, and I know for a fact you went to the same high school I did. I know both of our classes made some teachers cry. That is a fact. You know what I'm saying? That should not... For what? Why were we that out here true. doing so much? I mean, to be fair, they asked for it. I'm oh. not <laughs> like, like, to be I fair. I have to agree with you. I have to agree with you. 
Yes. They did ask for it. But Absolutely. I agree. Like grown ass adults, one, should not be macroing in children business. And two, should not be coming to tears over what children say. Yeah. Like I just I mean, they would have benefited from the breath work. As yeah, that is a fact. They probably still could benefit if they you know listen in just some tips, some advice. Yeah. yeah. We're sending just, some just wisdom tips, your way. Yeah, yes, yes, we are. But we out here still with our hair intact. Mm -hmm. You know, we still, maybe, you know, we needed to go through that so that we could come home. You know, sometimes I feel like we have the experiences we do because they give us even more appreciation for when we do mm -hmm. come home. Because it's yes. like, if we had it from the get-go, would you be able to appreciate? I noticed that's something that I, I've noticed a lot since coming mm. to the States. It's just like, and even within my own journey, it's like the lack of appreciation we have for, for the earth, for each other, for family, for community, yeah. for nature. Like it just, it blows my mind how we take these things for granted. Like the breath, mm -hmm. like the rain, sun, like the wind on our skin and feeling that. Like we mm -hmm. take all of these things granted and i'm like holy fuck like that is the whole like we're sensitive beings that have these sensory experiences where we can connect with other beings and other consciousnesses that are mirrors yes. of our own being yes and we're so out of touch because we're so caught up in our head and in our ego that we miss all of that like we miss all of the beauty and the magic that happens in every freaking moment period snap i gotta give you snaps for that whole that run-on sentence that was beautiful yes 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 and i'm like when i see people especially like you that go back like make that intentional decision to be like fuck this i refuse to live like that and i'm gonna come home because i need it we all need it mm. like you said the energy just vibrates mm. and it is felt whether we know it or not like yeah. it is felt a hundred percent a hundred percent and going off of that I can say you know we're out here not appreciating all of these little basic common things and then we're also out here getting upset when oh they didn't hire me oh I I didn't I didn't book that job Oh, I, uh, someone broke up with me or, and I'm not saying, of course, feel your feelings, but you're out here being literally not an appreciative human being in general, taking everything for granted. And then what you expect to be given everything in the world that you think you deserve. And it's like, we have so like, much. Let's already. back up. Yeah. Back up, back up a little bit. And then let's, 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 let's try this again, you know, but with you talking about you know, that energy that vibrates and, and all of that stuff. I mean, I, I do want to give you props for also, you know, holding space like this, you know, for, for, you know, yourself as a hobby, as something you're passionate about. And just even further than that, a space for all of your guests and for myself and for maybe anyone who, listens you know I like to think of purpose work as you don't you don't need it doesn't need to be this one this one meaningful mission that you're on it, it can be if that resonates with you but but I do also believe that we can try to do a little bit of purpose work daily or in our everyday lives you know and that for me means that you're 
creating a space for authenticity and allowing that to touch other people and and you you know you having a podcast and holding space like that you just never know who's going to listen who's going to resonate with what nugget is dropped here or there or who just needs to tune in to listen to some people talk about some casual maybe random but real shit from time to time and you don't know how that can impact someone I feel it. it's like know? when they say like the flapping of a butterfly in one part of the world creates a fucking tornado in another part and mm-hmm. i agree like that's that is where it's like we're all connected and i i appreciate you saying that but for me like i appreciate it's for me it's a synergy like i can't mm. do this alone you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it is the synergy of you sharing of the people that listen that bring about this opportunity to have like deep deep impact on just allowing people to see the world differently you know helping them free themselves up from suffering helping Mm. them just have a shift in their own awareness recognize that maybe there's a part of themselves that they've been limiting Um, because for me like there's this Ram Dass quote that's like we're all just walking each other home and I believe that you know in my core yes uh, I love that like, I feel mm-hmm. like the fact that we're on this planet and there are a billion consciousnesses, billions of consciousnesses that we can see and experience and interact with during this this time that we were allotted in this incarnation. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a fucking gift. And, like, wow. if I can't yeah. even be appreciative of that, then it's like, what's the point? You know, yeah. like, why why even go on this crazy-ass roller coaster mm-hmm. that we call mm-hmm. life when... You can't even share it with the people that are around you, which is like we're all like everyone's community. If if we let down our walls, you know, yes. but our egos want to yes. build walls to protect yeah. itself. And it's like, isn't it tiring yeah. upholding them fucking walls? Like, isn't it exhausting maintaining those stupid ass delusional walls? That's just crazy. When you could like just love. Yeah. And I know it's so it's so basic because at the core that's what that's what we're saying, right? And so it's like the most cliche thing in cliche the world. But but also, and people can hear it and be like, oh, okay, like love, love, love. It's all about love. Okay, it's all about love, uh, peace and love. And like Bob Marley, uh, yeah, love is my religion. You know, and they they sing along or they think they you know they get it. They're like, oh, we fucking get it. Okay, but it only clicks. It only clicks when you really get it and everything else that it actually just means and when you understand how it actually impacts you and just fundamentally changes you forever. And so by default, the people around you as well, until you, you know, until it clicks for you, it just... You know, you're going to see it as a word. Exactly. Exactly. You're just going to hear, okay, love again. Great. Cool. Hippie shit. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.